uh, get the podcast up and running. All right. So the um the homegirl, uh, I think her name is uh, Tessiker. Tessiker Brown, is it? And uh, Tessiker Brown. Um, now, what she did, um, and well, this goes all the way back with uh, black women's hair politics, right? And um, Wine Cellar Media cannot afford a bunch of guests, <laughs> so I can't get like a professional on it, right? But uh, some folks may be aware of um, areas like Louisiana, and I don't think they have counties, they have parishes, and like the ordinances and laws and whatnot with Louisiana and their parishes were literally against um, black women's hair being seen in public. Like it was actually, um, yeah, literally like anti-black women's hair laws, you know, and um, just the way our hair naturally grows out of our heads has been politicized against us um, to where it's actually quite normal. Like, to think about like if you see a black woman and her hair isn't chemically straightened or she doesn't have like um hair that uh is purchased out of a store and removed from plastic and then applied to her head it's actually like some amazing thing to see it's like holy shit a black woman with her natural hair you know whether you know cut short like a nina turner or, you know, out longer like a, um, damn, I don't really know celebrities, folks. <laughs> I don't, who, who, who's a famous black woman with her natural hair, right? Just the fact that, that I have to ask that is a bug out in and of itself, right? And we've seen black men's natural hair for fucking eons, right? Even black men that, like, literally only have one black parent, kid from Kid and Play, we know his natural hair. His shit is 4C as fuck from Jamaica, right? Even though his mother, um, I think, was, I forgot, Irish or Italian. You know, one of the New York groups of white people. <laughs> and uh, and that uh, my biological mother herself, she I think she wore, like, an S-curl or braids, like she would braid she would put the two braids down the side of her head right and like as time goes on you get these things i think they're called tracks so it's like you may not get like a full head of hair like wig or like extensions or weave as they might call it you might get tracks and to my understanding right i i may not know enough here because i just uh I, I have I have male privilege and I don't interact with a lot of people. And um but the tracks are glued in, you know. And then you also just look at the fact that people tend to not know things. Like I get real tired of the fucking ah, you did something stupid. It's like, well, help a nigga, you know? Like, Jesus Christ. Help. <laughs> right like i go i went into my adulthood i don't know so many things like i'm about to try and see if i can get a mortgage that i'm gonna die before i can pay off and um i don't know how to do any of that shit and i bet a gang of other black people don't know right like are y'all riding down on every single black man that doesn't know shit about his credit report or how it works and affects his life anyone right like ignorance is a vast thing and i mean the ignorance by the actual definition right not the colloquialism and so i just see the cruelty and then here comes black celebrity 
you know, here to um to make white people laugh. You know, and well, you know, a lot of black people are gonna laugh too because it it is funny to uh to laugh at a a black woman that has uh it sounds like she has a bit of an East Coast accent. I can't really tell. Maybe Baltimore. Mm. All right. And um, let's see. So we have Saturday Night Live. I believe this individual is uh, Keenan Coonan Thompson. And here's Regina King, which is so ill to see Regina King doing this. When you think, because a lot of y'all may not have the full Regina King trajectory like some of us do, like my age and black. Right. But like we saw Regina King in Boys in the Hood, you know, in the car in scenes like the car scene uh, next to Ice Cube, tell telling Ice Cube, you know, why she got to be a B word and all, you know, what I'm saying like somebody's there to say that line. Right. Like that was our Regina King. <laughs> right. Or um, seeing her getting away from an abusive um, relationship. Uh, well, play in, in fictional characters as a, as a performer, uh, seeing her get away from an abusive relationship with um with Joe Torrey's uh, character in a film called Poetic Justice, right? We see Regina King in a film called Higher Learning, right? And um and she's the one that like the in the movie Higher Learning, the white dude called her a black b word on the telephone, and she went and got up on the joint with Buster Rhymes and Ice Cube and Omar Epps and you know the guy that played all the characters in the films and they go run up on the frat house you know and Buster Rhymes says the classic line in that movie right they're at the scene and the pigs is at campus security whatever the fuck roll up and the white niggas is, is like where's officer where, these gang members showed up at our frat house and Buster Rhymes in the back, yo, white boy, who you calling gang members? I should come over there and rip your ass off them stairs. I love the rip your ass off them stairs line. All right. But like, that's part of our Regina King trajectory. And like now big fast forward into the 2000s. And a part of that trajectory is her doing the voices of both Huey and Riley in the boondocks cartoon you know and then this moment where you see regina king ready to buck dance it up right next to coonan keenan and it's like you and that's when it you get reminded oh that's right this is just her career and all these things that she did in her career they were just jobs and those were the lines that she was told to say And that's it. And I think that may be the problem with some of us black people my age, around my age group, like seeing Regina King doing this, is that we forget, oh yeah, that's just a person doing their job. Regina King doesn't actually give a shit about the lines she's saying. She gives a shit about the lines she signs her name on to cash her check. All right, now let's let's get to it. I've had, I've got this video overlay right next to me and um all right saturday night live on gorilla glue let's take a look at some minstrel show so it happened to you your worst nightmare we've all been there you ran out of hair product and you used gorilla glue instead now and you know what because i remember and i'm actually facebook friends with this person right now um, one of my uh, first girlfriends when I was a teenager, 
Um, she, uh, they ran out of hair stuff and she was a, uh, she was, she was telling me this story. We were 14 at the time, but she was telling me this story. She was like 11 or so. And she just grabbed some Crisco. She was like, grease is grease, right? It's grease. Let's go. You know, like, so like you just give it a shot sometimes. Cause also like, obviously like my girlfriend was black and she's got black hair politics to deal with. Her hair has to be done right like a bad hair day is a white woman privilege right there is no like bad hair day that's not for us and it turned your beautiful luscious mane into a hard candy chip ha i'm All right so yeah so here's regina king up there um you know she's got the the i they probably put a wig on her with all sorts of product in the wig hair and so it's like standing straight up on her head, but then down on the sides to make it look like she gorilla glued it, I guess. All right, let's go. Yeah, come on. And I'm Latrice Commode. And if this has happened to you. Right. And their names are Commode. That's something interesting. This is again, where I look at it and I'm just like, this is more about entertaining white people and black people doing their job too, right? Like, Black people have to do their job and laugh along with it to let the white people know that we is be good black folks, huh? No, look, I was laughing at the at the dumb nigga gal who too, boss. Boss, I think she's stupid, boss. She's stupid and I is be laugh at her for you, boss. But also their name is Commode. And um to my understanding, a commode is old language for toilet related. Um, right. Uh, so I'll take a look here on the old World Wide Web or Nets. Commode one, a piece of furniture containing a concealed chamber pot <laughs> or a uh, sheet of drawers of a uh, chauffeur, a decorative uh, type of popular 18th century. You know, and they have some imagery here, and it kind of shows, um, well, basically toilet bowls. So they're basically, so the black people aren't just here to coon, but they're here to tell you that my name is Shitbowl, is part of the comedy that we're all supposed to just unequivocally laugh at. Everyone just laugh at, um, because these two black people are going to get up here and call themselves Shitbowls while they make fun of dumb nigger gal with the glue hair. You are not alone. And this is not your fault. And you are not dumb. Fact. Every day, as many as one people fall victim to using gorilla glue. All right, so now they're saying, yeah, so as many as one people. This is one person who, and I looked at an interview of this one person talking about this, and she said that when she posted it, she was just looking for some help from maybe someone that follows her that might be like, oh, this is a way that you can do that. She wasn't trying to make herself into a show, right? And that's her speaking her own words. Like, you got these whack-ass niggas like Willie D from the Ghetto Boys, right? And and that's some shit about Willie D. You know what? I'll, I'll put that on the socialized feed as well because this is um going to the privatized feed. You know what? No, no, no. I'm going to socialize this whole thing. This has to be free. My bad. I want to make more privatized content, but God damn it, this has to be free. This needs to be up and out there. 
because I'm looking at one of the black voices out there talking about this is Willie D, who was a, a member of the group The Ghetto Boys. And Willie D is very in favor of laughing at her. It's a big deal to him. But also keep in mind, like, type in the name Willie D and the word coon together. He literally, I think he has two songs where he's, like, calling out people that he sees as coons in mainstream media and entertainment. But then here he is ready to tell you that, hey, let's just laugh at her. We can't all be mad at everything all the damn time. But um, now we're talking about black women's hair politics, right? Because that's at the core of all of this, right? Can't leave without your hair laid, right? And Willie D, very in favor of laughing at her. You want to hear one of Willie D's songs? Here we go. Right, let's, get you, let's get you something special here. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. Y'all thought this was dragged, didn't you? Wrong ass again. This song is for all the motherfucking chicken head bitches. And we kept the motherfucking names the same. Cause we think being a bald head bitch is a goddamn shame. I'm gonna say the B word here specifically for quoting him. He's saying we're gonna keep the names the same because being a bald headed bitch is a goddamn shame. All right. Uh-huh. What the fuck is going on in this goddamn world? What are you, bitch? A boy or a girl? I can't tell because the shit on the sides are gone. You remind me of that monkey-looking bitch, Grace Jones. Yeah, and I'm sure that there are people, like, oddly enough, I don't know about the Grace Jones individual. I know they exist, but I don't know their records. I'm more of a, I'm a West Coast funkster, right? I'm a West Coast hip-hop head, so I don't really know the Grace Jones that well. But to my understanding, Grace Jones is an individual that keeps a very low cut, maybe even bald. And here's Willie D to say, and this is Willie D, a black man that calls other black people coons, saying that if you're bald, you look like a monkey. That's a black man saying black women look like monkeys. And this is the black man that wants to say who's a coon and also who to laugh at because of her hair and glue. All right? So, fuck Willie D. <laughs> Buster-ass nigga. Fucked up is how you look to Willie D. I just gotta have a bitch that has more hair than me. Oh. Oh. Aren't you all just lining up to get with Willie D so you can be a bitch that has more hair than him? But what's most interesting is how he ends the song. Let's get to the ending. On a hot summer day, too many gun Merlin proposing a bill must be done. All right, here we go. Like, keep in mind, right? This is Willie D. This is his body of work. So while Willie D is up there talking about what you should laugh at and people doing dumb things and who's a coon and who's not a coon, keep in mind what Willie D has to say about black women's hair. Here you go. Enrico, the famous bald head twins. Something must be done about these citizens. You ask, what will I do to support my fellow man? I'm proposing a bill to Capitol Hill to kill all bald head women at will. Bald head. He's proposing a bill 
to Capitol Hill to kill all ball-headed women at will. All right, back to Saturday Night Live. Not exactly a comedy episode, folks. My bad. Sucked his mane into a hard candy chip. Hi, I'm Denzel Camus. And I'm Latrice Camus. And if this has happened to you, you are not alone. And this is not your fault. And you are not dumb. Fact. Every day, as many as one people fall victim to using Gorilla Glue in place of a beauty product, and they deserve compensation. We all do. You should not have to go through life with hair like a Lego man, because one time you use Gorilla Glue. And also, like, just from the aspect of comedy, like, these are the punchlines. Hair like a Lego man. This is the comedy? And just the look on their faces, it's like Keenan knows he's cooning. That's the interesting thing. Look at, like, the, just the way his eyes are kind of bugly. Yeah, it's it's a little creepy. A little creepy. Instead of that's way of grease. We will get you monies for Gorilla Glue or the next best thing. A lifetime of We will get you monies. Of Gorilla Glue. <laughs> but don't just take our word for it. My name is Shantae. And they cut to another black person who has, you know, probably put something or other in their hair or a wig on. I don't know who this celebrity is. I'm sure white people love her. I ran out of leave-in conditioner, so I reached for the next best thing, Gorilla Glue. Seems harmless, right? Well, it was not. Woo, yeah, like, uh, for the white people tuned in, like, that's part of the performance art of minstrelsy, of cooning for white people, is, um is that sort of widening your eyes as much as you can. Eddie Murphy did a great deal of that. Um, uh, you can look and find old film footage like uh, where, where it's like that black and white shit and you see those, um, let me bring the camera up here, and you see those black men doing like the, you know, for the folks podcast listening, you didn't see that, but uh, but man, it's that, that buggly eye thing, like that is part of the uh, Coons performance. And of course, in the background behind this, um, this queen of which we are yassing right now um, is the word commode because we're shit bowls, flush us. Like we're basically calling ourselves mayates. Remember, mayate is a dung beetle. So they're here to just be shit beetles for white people. It's great. And before you jokers on the internet say I should have read the damn label, I did. It just says really strong glue and dangerous. That could mean anything, Gorilla Glue. You got to pay. Right, but like, see now, this is the funny shit, right? This McMurica. Anybody really reading labels like that? Really? Like when you see a new snack food you've never had before, on average, average motherfucker just like, what's on? The only part, niggas is reading the package. It says double stuffed caramel chunk fun, right? And we're like, yo, I want double stuffed caramel chunk fun. And we get it and we put it inside our body, right? Motherfuckers talking about reading labels, but then turn around and go drink a damn soda pop, right? And I do too. I drink, I'll, I'll drink a damn soda pop. I love a, um, like, I wish I could still have whiskey. My body just can't handle whiskey right now. But like a raspberry uh, Coke. And a whiskey? Oh, fantastic. I don't read the whiskey label. You know what I read on the whiskey label? What's the alcohol content? 40 proof? Fuck that. 
<laughs> where's 80 you know like get the fuck out of here with the read the label shit ain't nobody reading the motherfucking label we're americans we don't read we work and die and they will or my name isn't denzel tyrese Camote. it's a mistake ah, denzel tyrese just to let you know how black and stupid he is that can happen to anybody like brushing your teeth with preparation h or putting on floor wax because you was ashy who among us fat big gorilla is putting on floor wax you you know i remember when i was three years old i didn't know what the fuck lotion was and i and i and I have no idea why this is one of those super clear memories. And it's kind of gross. All right. Get ready for you to hear a little grossness. Okay. And I remember being three years old. It's um, 1986, 1987 um, year period. And uh, I would spit on my arm and rub it on to get rid of the ashy part and then be surprised that it was ashy again a second later. Because I didn't know how lotion worked. I just thought you put any sort of liquid thing on your arm and you're not ashy anymore. No knowledge. You know, and granted, yeah, three years old, a little different than adulthood. But ignorant is ignorant. And we're all just flying through life trying to survive to the next day. Uh, you know, let's let's be let's be horrible to this one individual. Right, this person who is not a celebrity. That's another thing. Like, niggas... Some other shit that Willie D's ass said is she's a celebrity now. For what? For what? For a dance she did? For a song she sang? For a film she acted in? For what? Leading a march on something? <laughs> she is not a celebrity. She is a public punchline of which people know her first and last name multi-billion dollar industry and we deserve half and now here they play into like you realize like this kind of shit where you gotta watch like comedy and propaganda now they're, they're joking about this lawsuit shit and it's like it's that joke that says oh we're too litigious you can just sue for anything and then here comes more tort reform and then people harmed by corporations do not have recourse because more tort reform comes down the fucking pike Right? Like, all the shit. Four motherfucking years of this Donald Trump shit. I ain't seen none of you buster-ass liberals talking about all the tort reform that ran through. Wine Cellar Media mentioned it. The Ralph Nader Radio Hour mentioned it. I don't know if Lee Camp did. I haven't heard Lee Camp in a while. But for the, but you liberals, Bob Seska, Imani Gandhi, Neera Tandon, none of you motherfuckers had shit to say about all that motherfucking tort reform. Let's go. Here's somebody else. My name is Darius. I use Gorilla Glue. Okay, like, how coon level is this? So this cat, let me remove my uh, my lower third and show the whole screen for the folks looking at Vidya. All right, so this is uh, Darius. Also with the words commode behind him to remind you that you are in the shit bowl with the dumb niggers. Ha ha, funny laugh. Uh, so here's Darius, commode. Big Gorilla is a multi-billion dollar industry, and we deserve half. Or double. Here's somebody else. My name is Darius. I use Gorilla Glue under my durag so it wouldn't slip off at night when I'm doing my girl. Okay, yeah, sexualize. So he put on Gorilla Glue so his durag wouldn't slip off when he was doing his girl, and he humped the air 
to let you know what doing is. All right. My surprise when it wouldn't come off at all. I mean, what the heck? I got a thing at a wedding in like four days. Ooh, we coming for you, Gorilla. Tell them, baby. How could, like, and again, like, for the white folks tuned in, yo, you see how he's maintaining his eyes at a certain wideness. That's part of the performance. All right, and then here comes, I guess, this is his girl. Uh, enter white woman, stage right wing. Right, and when we're done, we coming for you too, Sharpie. Wendy, oh, and and the the text when she walked in, it said, butt ruined. So her butt got ruined by his use of, all right. You jokers on the internet say I should. This thing, it keeps uh, starting over at the beginning. That's weird. It's settled weird. Look. Okay, butt ruined because um she, uh, she tried to use it for, I guess, a butt implant, as it were. Big Gorilla is a multi-billion dollar industry, and we deserve half. Or double. Here's somebody else. My name is Darius. I use Gorilla. Yeah, I better just let it play. <laughs> glue under my durag so it wouldn't slip off at night when I'm doing my girl. Now imagine my surprise when it wouldn't come off. Oh, I mean, what the heck? I got a thing at a wedding in like four days. Ooh, we coming for you, Gorilla. Tell Ooh, we coming for you. Ooh, ooh, you hear, you see that performance art, right? And watch for black people that are cooning for you. Like, even in social media, like, because I know a lot of white women tune into this program. There are black people that coon for you. And you're going to see all that, that, ooh, child Jesus. We don't all talk like that. You realize that not all black people have a southern accent? Because we're not all from the south. There are people from the south that don't even really have much of a southern accent because they end up growing up in a city and multiculturalism around so many accents that they end up just sounding like me. Right? Like, there's a, a brother from Haiti that grew up in Orlando, Florida, and the nigga sounds like me. His name is uh, Henry Lewis. And he just, he sounds like my ass. He just sounds generican. All right, let's, uh, get some more Gorilla Glue. Woo, Joe Jesus. That's right. And when we're done, we coming for you too, Sharpie. And oh, Sharpie. Oh, because she drew her eyebrows in. Ah, uh, yes. You know, and, and again, that's something I remember. And it's interesting that they're using a what, uh, to my read, is a white woman here named Wendy is the character's name for the Sharpie thing. Because um, back in my day, it was the um the uh, girl of color. I'm not even saying woman of color. Girl of color, um, uh, Mexican girls in Pierce County and maybe elsewhere, you know, the city you're from. That would, you know, maybe take a little marker, not Sharpie, but maybe some sort of marker and kind of like shape out an eyebrow look and then wear a beanie, you know, a beanie cap and then have the hair coming down out the side of the beanie. And it was a style. Putty, look what your putty did to my butt. Okay. And silly putty ruined her butt. All right, which can also be like, I mean, a lot of people are getting implants here and surgeries there, but now this plays into transphobic jokes, you know, of trying to um, uh, be what folks may refer to as passing. 
I sat down and settled weird. Look, we are not stupid people. And back to the joke. We're going to keep saying we're not stupid because really, we're the shit bull niggers and we're fucking stupid. <laughs> Funny joke. Woo, Jesus. We understand what we up against. We know it's going to be hard taking a gorilla to court and suing him over his glue. What if he get mad? Now, right there, you know what? That There was, like, that punchline right there, I can't front. Dope punchline, overall piece of shit sketch. Piece of shit, coon-ass, minstrel show fucking sketch. With one hot punchline. But then, given the context, right, the setup to with which the punchline is delivered is shit. So the punchline ends up being shit with it. So actually, yes, Regina King, you are quite the commode dweller. All right, tearing up the courtroom. But that's a risk we are willing to take. This gorilla is problematic and needs to answer for his so-called beauty glue. My name is Tasha Angel, and let's just... Now, let's talk about code switching. <laughs> as we go into this um, Tasha, who, as they have on the text here just wanted bling all right um that black person does not talk like that at any point every anywhere that's not how they actually talk and now i gotta spit one this is mostly at my black folks that are you know code code switchy when you do the code switching to you know with, with for to interact with black people that is actually when you sound least convincing. Like, it actually sounds fucking weird, and it makes me not want to be around you, right? Like, when I come across a black person, and they're way too yo-yo-yo with it, and I'm like, what the fuck is your deal? Like, we don't all talk like DJ Kid Capri, who's Puerto Rican. Like, we don't all fucking talk like that. Where the hell is this Hot 97 DJ talk coming from? Right? Like, and code switching to be black, again... We're not all from Texas. We're not all from Louisiana. We're not all from Brooklyn. We're not all from Philadelphia. We're not all from Compton, Long Beach, Carson, Sacramento, the Yay area. Niggas like me from Tacoma to town. Niggas from out there in Seattle. Right? Niggas from Illinois, Chicago. Niggas from Joliet, Illinois. The the rapper DeBrat. She says Chicago a lot. She's from Joliet. Um, niggas out here in Michigan, we're not a monolith. So exactly which black people are you trying to code switch to be? And that's why you get this silly ass coon performance. Cause it's just meant to be nationally monolithic, generic black to show the white people. We is make you laugh, boss. Do you like the way I was putting on this show? I tried to get myself an infinity stone like a little Uzi did. And I is permanent or whatever and i'm not gonna say it don't look tight <laughs> it don't look i'm not gonna say it don't look tight and again like the way she's talking is like closer to midwest than anything but then she's saying don't look tight which is like some west coast shit so like you're mixing your fake nigger accent up with fake nigger <laughs> um <laughs> vernacular ain't even from the same area and we don't even really we don't really say tight no more we barely say that shit's cracking anymore 
Nigga, god damn, go away. It burns, yo. And people be like, oh, you want to take jobs from black actors? Yes. Damn, you gorillas. Fact, gorillas are notorious for throwing their own boo-boo at folks. <laughs> Even little cheerings. So it is not hard. And, fa and um, also, monkeys are actually more known for that than gorillas, but facts be damned. Leave, they will also trick us into using their glue as beauty products. Open and shut case if you ask me. So if this has happened to you, like it's happened to our family. You know, and then, of course, they got to make sure they get the shot of the um, the buttocks there. And, of course, now um, I think what his name was Darius has his hands down his pants. All us today. We know we can't be the only family. Don't be silenced by big gorilla. So that like you realize like the again this level of minstrel show and I I can't I'm fixated on the Darius one with the do rag because now his job for today and again yes I wanted to if these are the jobs fuck yes I want to take jobs from black actors come get your ass in the factory next to me and quit being a motherfucking coon the fuck this is your job to stand next to a white woman with your hand down your, both your hands down your pants, on your fucking genitals, on camera, next to Coonan Keenan in his fucking Easter Sunday monkey suit, and next to motherfucking buster ass Regina King, and that shit sticking up in her head, and then these other two niggas, I don't know. Hands out your pants, we doing a commercial. Okay, it's Gorilla Glue. <laughs> oh, he Gorilla Glued his hands into his pants because you see, the, and remember he said when I was doing my girl, you know, because we need to hypersexualize. And so now also, apparently he just had to masturbate mid-sketch and got his hands stuck in his pants. Like that's the, the broadness of that particular joke, that I glued both of my hands to my penis because in the middle of this interview, as a black man thinking about doing my girl made me want to masturbate right now and all and keep in mind my girl is white oh not again look we are not stupid people so call us at 1-800-GLUE we're coming for you gorilla and of course they misspelled glue and made it 1-800-GLOW and the law offices of commode and commode because niggers are full of shit, I guess. All right. So that was utterly fucking horrific. <laughs> yeah. And it's okay. Like, I'm not going to fake laugh at this to make some misogynist fucking comfortable. Now, um, as I leave you, I'm going to play this um, uncut by itself. I'm not going to talk over it. It is um, for the podcast listeners. Obviously, it's going to be audio uh, for the folks checking out the video that I'm uploading to WineCellarMedia.com. It's going to be a video and uh, you can actually hear um, this individual just speak for herself. All right, um, and it was uh, Entertainment Tonight interviewed her, and I'll go ahead and bring it up now. I'm not. Oops, skibby flippy do. I got to remember, so I to use this lower, th this thing, because I'm using this other application now to run into Zoom.
And this other application lets me do this cool thing where I can dump a YouTube URL into it and loading and I click OK. And here it comes. I'm not that person y'all trying to make me out to be. I'm not that person. I'm not this whole Gorilla Glue girl. My name is Tessica Brown. Call me. I'll talk to y'all. Let you know exactly who I am. Tessica. Yes, it's obvious that. So not only that, but this is also 11 minutes of watching a black woman being horribly mistreated in the public eye, uh, trying not to cry about it as she speaks on it in this interview. I mean, I see it in your face right now. I know you have a lot of emotions going on. How are you, first and foremost? How are you feeling? Um, I'm almost I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. Yeah. So we see your the current status of your hair right now. You went to the emergency room. What exactly did they give you? And is it helping at all? Well, when I went there, they took me straight to the back for one. She started using a little um, acetone specs. Yeah. And she started getting it from the back. But as she's getting it, it's burning. So they have the saline water trying to cool it as she was going. But it was burning to the point where my heart was beating to the face. Oh so we would stop. She would go again. We would stop. And she's telling me, Tessica, if we get this out of here, we're going to be here for at least 20 hours. So I asked her, "What could? is it possible that I can go home and let my mom and my sisters do it? At least, you know, I can be home because I do have three children that I have to come, three little girls mm -hmm. that I have to come home to. So, I, I mean, and now people are saying, oh, she should have stood in the hospital for those 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. And I want to talk to you about that, about the opinions and how you're dealing with that, because I know it's a lot on you on top of what you're already struggling with. Um, but before we get to that, can you walk us through the moment this happened a month ago? when you ran out of hairspray. Can you walk us through that moment? Well, I was going somewhere and my oldest son, he had my car. So when I went to go use um, my spray, it didn't have no more. So I'm like, you know, that was the closest thing to it. And as soon as I get home, I could wash it right out. But when I got home, it didn't wash out. See, that was my major question. Were you in a rush to go somewhere? Yes. You know, I mean, I'm a, I'm a woman too, and I like my hair right, but if I don't have a product, I'll just wait. But it seems as if you were in a rush. Yeah. Have you ever used Gorilla Glue before? Yeah, I used it before and it worked pretty good. So oh, I you used it on your hair before? No, 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 no. Okay. Like I've used it on like for Christmas, yeah. I've used it. So at what point did you realize that it was a major problem? Was it when you got home and you tried to wash it out? Well, no, it was like, I'm gonna say the week later. And I had to call my mama like, Ma, this is not coming out. This this is not coming out. So we started using all kind of oil. We used olive oil, cooking oil, uh, yeah. tea tree. We was using pretty much any oil. So that's why on the video, it was so, so shiny. Yeah, yeah. But then everybody started, you know, the reason I went to the internet, because I never was going to take this to social media. The reason I took it to social media, because I I didn't know what else to do. And I know somebody out there could have told me something. Yeah. I didn't think for one second when I got up the next morning, it was gonna be everywhere. How are you dealing with that? Because of course there are opinions, you have people throwing shade, but you have also a lot of people showing support and love. Yeah. So emotionally, how are you dealing with all those opinions? 
I'm usually the person that I don't care, you know, what people say. You know, I just move at my own pace. You know, I don't, I don't care what people say. But it's just getting to the point where, you know, people are on TV saying stuff about me. You don't even know me. Yeah. Like if you knew me, you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't say half the stuff they're saying if they knew me. And you reached out for help. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, attention, it was for advice. Again, it never was for this. And then somebody said, mm-hmm. oh, well, she spread it in our head um, on purpose just to get to here. Who in their right mind would have just said, oh, well, let me just spread this in my head and, you know, I'm become famous overnight. Never. Right. Listen. And the inside of my head is like, you know, little radiance. Just who, who would want that? Who would want that? I needed somebody to tell me how to take this on. That's all it was. Do you regret posting it? I, definitely. Wow. Definitely. Definitely. So, I told my I told my son today. I wish I could just I mean. Wow. Go back. Yeah, because I'm I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. Is shaving your hair an option, or shaving your head an option, or is that? Well, when we tried to do the razor, we could like when we did the um acetone, it was like. You could have got under here, uh-huh. but then we couldn't get uh-huh. to the other spot. But yeah. last night, I ended up cutting my ponytail off. I mean, everybody knows the braid never was mine, but my ponytail yeah. itself, we cut it off last night. So in the middle, you can still feel my hair. It's just all around. And then we started with the, um, the I forgot the name of the stuff. We started with that. That's no, um, I didn't want to say the name because I feel like they're gonna make that a big meme. Oh, okay, okay. yeah. Okay. So we started with that, and as we're doing it in the front, the baby bangs that I had, yeah, just started coming off. Like, oh, yeah. If okay. I mean, I don't want to do it on here, but if you, I can pretty much wipe because I put some stuff on it just to make it look like it's black, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. So, so your hair is falling out there. Yes. Other than the fact that you should never use Gorilla Glue in your hair again, what is this teaching you? What do you think? I'm pretty much yeah. Just don't use it. Yeah, don't use it. Yeah, because I know for and, for me and don't post it. True. True. I know for me, I've I had to learn a lot of hard lessons when it comes to all the extremes I would go to for beauty, you know, like, because girl, you see my edges too. Like, I like my hair to be laid. Right. And as Black women, we have our tricks, you know, our things we do here and there. Um, but do you think you're at a point now where you're thinking about the extreme length you went to, to, to get this style perfect? Have you thought about that? Like maybe yeah. reconsidering that. I should have just put a hat on. So is your hair, is it loosening up at all? Or yes, it, it okay. is, but it's it's like I told him, it's taking a minute only because the stuff that we're using, it's burning. Yeah. Like it's burning. Are you feeling anything physically? Like did the doctor say that this headache. can hurt you anyway as far as like all I get is out? extreme headaches. Wow. And it said by the time I get it all out or cut it all off. I may have scalp damage. And in some parts of my head, might not even grow back. All right. Well, let's talk about the love that's being sent your way. 
a lot of celebrities, Chance the Rapper being one of them, he's saying that he's glad people are supporting you. Has there been anyone else who reached out to you that we may know of offering any assistance? And if so, how are they trying to help? Portia. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Portia wants to sit me here. Just hilarious. I mean, me and her talk every day like, you know, like we're friends. Wow. Yeah, like we're really friends. Who else? It's it's a lot of it's a lot a lot of people. I can tell you one person I saw Beyonce's longtime hairstylist Neil. He offered you a wig, and girl, that's Beyonce. <laughs> Look, he does Beyonce's hair. So are you gonna take him up on that offer? That's a silver listen, lining in this whole situation. That's one at least. Listen, but I'm telling you, it's a lot of people that want to give me hair, but the reason I wasn't accepting it because I don't want people to be like, oh, that's why she did it. And I totally get that in the social media world that, you know, we have to deal with. At the same time, girl, you going through some 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 struggles and you have people offering assistance. So if you want it, I say, this is just my advice. Don't allow that to stop you from getting your blessings because that's a blessing. And there are a number of blessings coming your way. Um, I want to talk about the Gorilla Glue statement that they released. They said that they sympathize with what you're going through but they also made it clear that on the warning label, it says not to get the glue in your skin, on your skin or in your eyes or clothing. What did you think of their response? I made a mistake. I mean, I... Okay. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. So there, there were some reports, or according to TMZ, you hired attorney and are weighing your legal options against Gorilla Glue. Is that true? I no, I, I never, I've never ever said that. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I don't know where all of this is coming from because at this point, everybody's saying it. Like, girl, yeah, my, my heart goes out to you right now. You also launched a GoFundMe account. A lot of people are helping. Um, you've already mm -hmm. raised over twelve thousand dollars for people who want to help. What exactly is the money going towards? Well, the wigs that everybody's telling me I'm need. That's why I only said, you know, $1,500. Yeah. But from us reading about everything that's pretty much probably about to go over my head and already done start happening. After the hair situation is fixed, you now have people that are interested in you. You know, you have what you've gained over 530,000 followers in just a week. You're verified on Instagram now. And I know all of that really means nothing compared to what you're going through, but you do somewhat have um, a platform now. Do you, have you been thinking about ways to use that or after all of the situation is handled? Uh, no, like again, in my inbox, it's a lot of people. Please do promos, please do promos. Again, I don't want to do none of that because I yeah. feel like they're going to say, this is why she did this. Well, I'll tell you this. From listening to you right now, I clearly see where your heart is. And if anybody watches this and still think that you did this for clout or whatever, that's their issue. And it's obviously not the truth. It looks like every time somebody puts something on social media, that's it. My inbox flood. Um, don't worry about what they're saying. Mm. Yeah, you know, y'all can say that. Y'all can say that, but this, my mama keeps telling me, you know, stop reading the comments. And, yeah, yeah. But it looks like I can't help myself. I go read them. It's way, way, way too much. Way too much. 
All right, folks, and that'll be that, and this will be this, uh, WineCellarMedia.com. Of course, we have uh, Patreon.com slash WineCellarMediaFund. A uh, little tip jar over there at uh, PayPal.me slash PhoenixAndWilliam. Uh, we do indeed have one of those uh, Venmo deals. Venmo. Uh, and our Venmo is at WineCellarMedia. And Phoenix Kaleeder set up one of those uh, Cash App deals. And it is a dollar sign Phoenix Kaleeder. I don't know much about the Cash App myself. I, I, I couldn't figure it out. Welcome to my ignorance. Uh, maybe SNL will do a joke about me. All right. Be as safe as possible wherever you are. Mm.